Well, guys, everyone's still talking about the big summit between President Biden and China's President Xi Jinping. Both men uh, met for over four hours, and by all accounts, they really hit it off. It's great news for Biden, because usually when something lasts for over four hours, he has to immediately call a doctor. And I get that. That was about, uh, you know, uh, the uh, uh, little blue pill. That's, uh, that's what I was about. I don't uh, think that's actually in the cards, honestly. Uh, after the, uh, the four-hour meeting, it was revealed that uh, Xi Jinping said they would reduce the amount of fentanyl they're, they're sending our way. And uh, maybe overdose deaths from fentanyl will go down to about 50 or 60,000 next year. And in exchange, Joe Biden agreed to round up all of our Uyghurs and put them in forced labor camps and, and seemed to be agreeable to all parties. If you're a Uyghur, I'm sorry. You know, the, the Democrats rounded up all the Japanese and put them in camps in World War II. I was FDR. There is a memorial to him down in the mall. Now they're against racism. <laughs> you know, that was then, this is now. Yeah, Joe Biden, I wonder what they did with all those Chinese communist flags that lined the uh, the parade route for communist leader Xi Jinping. They had all the children out there waving the Chinese communist flags uh, along the roadside, and, and uh, it's the next generation of Democrat, I think, is what we're looking at there. They're, uh, you think, Michael, they're more likely to just go with the Maoist thing or the jihad thing? Because right now it looks like they're jihadis more than, I guess, yeah, they're totalitarian either way. So we got, uh, we've got that. Extraordinary times, the Democrat Party is really something, something to behold, breathtaking, you might say. And uh, Kamala Harris, she went out there apparently to California. She gave a little speech where she used her favorite line, and it's kind of funny. I didn't know how favorite a line uh, 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 it was until uh, the RNC put together a collection of about three minutes of Kamala Harris talking about you know, going forward in the future, unburdened by what has been. We've, we've got to be unburdened by what has been, like the history of the Democratic Party, perhaps, but unburdened by what is like all of human history. It's a, quite a burden, human history, Western civilization. They're going to undo that burden. They're going to skip right past it and get rid of all that freedom stuff. Hey, we've got uh, lots of Democrat Party news for you, as you might expect. And we are at 888-630-9625. Yesterday, I mentioned that protesters, we call them liberals, but they're not, shut down the Boston University Bridge in Boston, Massachusetts yesterday. About 100 protesters. And this one is pretty darn crazy. This is, is this the one... Where do they throw their keys off the bridge and leave their cars on the bridge? Was that San Francisco or Boston? One of them, the uh, the leftists, they're leftists, and they're all pro-terrorism. They're the they love Osama bin Laden. They read a, they're very easily influenced, and a whole lot of them. They read this two-page letter written by Osama bin Laden in in 2002, condemning Israel and the existence of Israel and damning the United States for supporting Israel. Got to kill all the Jews. And, of course, that naturally led to a lot of Democrats joining the cause because they're all pro-Hamas now. Hamas is a genocidal death cult, a hate group, a hate cult. And they uh, they want to murder every uh, Israeli and drive them into the sea, from the river to the sea. 
take it over, and then they're going to turn, the Democrats keep telling us, they're going to turn into a fair and equitable, and what else is it going to be? Um, where they can hang all the gay people from cranes and chant Allahu Akbar. You know, it'll be like paradise. They won't be able to generate their own electricity. They won't be able to purify their own water. Uh, they won't be able to run hospitals. They won't be able to do anything. Oh, yeah, also uh, CNN is very upset because the Israelis going through that stinking Al-Shifa hospital. Oh, what about the children? What about the children? Then the next segment on CNN is about supporting Planned Parenthood because they care very deeply about children. Kind of, you know, sort of. Depends on the context like that. But CNN very upset because the Israelis produced video and made public video of a tunnel entrance in the hospital or going under the hospital for the terrorists, the jihadis, that the Democrats now support because they they love totalitarianism in all of its many forms. And so CNN is very huffy and they're like, well, all they, so what are we supposed to believe that video now? (laughs) Uh, Well, I don't know, you're a TV station, are we supposed to believe your video now? Uh, They're very uh, dubious about all this. And I'll uh, share that with you. But, But back to the Democrats. About 100 protesters closed Boston University Bridge calling for Gaza ceasefire. Uh, They're doing Hamas's propaganda for them. And they're laying their own bodies on the line. And I think they could become speed bumps. I think that might be best for everyone. Not only would it slow down traffic, but uh, it would take care of uh, other problems as well. And and they're pro-Hamas. That's their thing. They shut down the bridge in San Francisco, California. Perhaps you've heard of it. That's where the APEC summit uh, was being held. 81 people arrested as APEC summit protest shuts down the Bay Bridge in San Francisco. They shut down the Bay Bridge because you know why? They care very deeply about the genocide of the Jews, and they really want to see that happen because they love genocide. Boy, do they. You know, they get 400 out of every 1,000 black pregnancies right here in the United States. That's pretty good isn't it? I mean, you know, gosh, the Socialist Workers Party of Adolf Hitler got about 60% of the Jewish population in Europe and their conquered territories. The, but that was for a few years. The Democrats, they, they get 40% every year, every decade, keeps going and going. But never mind that, they love genocide. And in uh, San Francisco, 81, the APEC thing, they shut down the Bay Bridge by driving their cars out there and parking their cars. Then they got out and and their mental illness was on parade. Pretty amazing stuff. It was at rush hour, naturally. They love to do it. They did it in Boston at rush hour. They did it in San Francisco at rush hour. Do you think that there was any coordination there, Michael? Was that? Uh... And they were chanting. They, 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 they called it a die-in. It was a die-in. This stuff goes back to the, to the Vietnam War. Stop the genocide, they're, pant- they're, they're chanting. Stop the genocide, they were panting too. Uh, stop the genocide. Uh, which, which genocide? <laughs> you know, so not all genocides are created equal. They, they some they like more than than others. Uh, it's uh, pretty amazing stuff. So they arrested a whole bunch of them, and that's good. And interestingly, they brought out the, one of those big uh, trucks with the claws, and they threw all their cars into the San Francisco Bay off the bridge because there were no keys, keys there. That's uh, and I think that they didn't really do that, but it would have been hilarious if they had. That'd be a lot of fun. It's part of the price you pay. You left your car on the Bay Bridge in rush hour. We're going to have to drop your car in the San Francisco Bay. I think that's just the way it's got to go. And there will be a strong letter later. There might be a fine. Pretty amazing. 
It was organized by several groups, including Palestinian Youth Movement, an Arab Resource and Organizing Center. That's AROC. AROC, they call it. they got to reduce everything to it because you know how they are. In uh, uh, Palestinian Liberation, it's, it's in defense of Palestinian Liberation. They, they like uh, Palestinian Liberation because, you know, if uh, the so-called Palestinians took over all of Israel, it's not like it would remain a nice place. It would become uh, a hellhole, just like the Gaza, where there would the rule of law would disappear and terrorists would take over, and they'd be hanging gay people. And uh, we should send a lot of these Democrats over here, don't you think? Yeah, pretty amazing stuff. They uh, many prote- protesters who drove onto the bridge in San Francisco during the protest apparently tossed their keys into the Pacific Ocean. So isn't that the San Francisco Bay? It's called the Bay Bridge, isn't it? But that's what the story says right here from USA Today. Through them, maybe they got really good arms. Maybe they can throw the keys really far. Threw their keys into the Pacific Ocean. They threw them off the bridge into the water, causing another massive delay on the bridge. So uh, honestly, I think you park your car on the bridge. You get out. You take your keys and throw them off the bridge, uh, and then you lay down to obstruct traffic at rush hour. I think the big claw thing should come in and drop your car into the water. And then it would probably put an end. Every car, just drop all the cars into the water. And then make them pay for retrieving the car out of the bay because it's littering. Can't just throw your car in the bay like that. That's pretty amazing stuff. So we got that going, the Democrats. And TikTok bans searches for content related to Osama bin Laden's letter to America. Because too many young Democrats have saddled up with Osama bin Laden, who they believe is absolutely right, and the Jews must die, and so the and Israel must be wiped from the map. And we are the bad guy because we support Israel. So we're the great Satan, according to the Democratic Party. This is going to be a plank at their convention next year. Their platform next year will include America as the great Satan and Israel as the little Satan. And part of their platform, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. I mentioned it yesterday, but you may recall the Philadelphia convention where Democratic convention where Hillary Clinton was nominated and they forgot to bring any American flags because they're not on our side. And uh, they had Mexican flags in the arena and they had Palestinian flags because the Democratic Party isn't and they're not on our side. But now TikTok banned searches for content related to Osama bin Laden. The extremists, left-wingers at Mediaite. And this is a kind of a crazy story. We played the audio for you yesterday of these youths, these American youths, who read a two-page letter written in 2002, allegedly by uh, Osama bin Laden, one of the world's leading terrorists. And... And the Democrat Party, see, they've been grooming the children, not just for, you know, child sex and transgenderism, but also to be enemies of America. And they were a receptive audience, these youths, these young Americans who are Democrats all. They, uh, they, the, the bin Laden letter found a, a receptive audience because the Democrat Party has prepared the soil. And now these 22-year-old Americans, they... They say, wow, I read two pages. I can't believe how dumb I've been. Now I understand everything. 
now that Osama bin Laden has explained to me that the Jews must die and America is the great Satan and these Democrats agree in droves. And last night we talked about this on my Newsmax show on the right squad at 10 p.m. Eastern and, and uh, liberal at the table said, well, that's because, see, they said that that's because he, he wanted to explain why these young people agree with Osama bin Laden and are genocidal anti-Semites and pro-Hamas. And he said, that's because America lied to get us into wars in the Middle East. And that's why now, these people were two years old at the time, but, but pay no attention to that. And making excuses for, for the people that are saddling up with Osama bin Laden, but pay no attention to that. So social media platform TikTok announced a ban on videos promoting Osama bin Laden's 2002 Letter to America. The move comes amid increased discussion, uh, mediaite types, on the platform about the letter, particularly in the context of recent Israel-Hamas conflict. You, you think? The letter penned by the former al-Qaeda leader, he's the former, he's the dead leader. He's the late al-Qaeda. Not only is he former, he's late. He was not former when he was made the late leader, but uh, when Rob O'Neill, uh, with whom I have shared beers, uh, put uh, bullets into Osama bin Laden and killed him. That was a good day. And a good day at work for Rob O'Neill. A great day at work. So the, the, the media calls him the former al-Qaeda leader. They want to keep him alive. Uh, after the 9-11 attacks, harshly criticized the U- U.S. support for Israel and includes anti-Semitic remarks. Well, that's why the Democrat Utes were uh, so eager to receive this message from beyond the grave from Osama bin Laden, mass murderer. The left loves mass murderers. They've, you know, Chairman Mao's the biggest mass murderer in the history of the world, Mao Zedong, and uh, Joseph Stalin, the number two mass murderer in the history of the world. The head of the Socialist Workers' Party in Germany, Adolf Hitler, the number three mass murderer in the world. But pay no attention to that. In a statement, TikTok emphasized that content endorsing this letter goes against its policies against supporting terrorism. Of course, you know, it was uh, being shared there for quite some time and being promoted by people they call influencers or computer algorithms and bots that they call algor- uh, that they call influencers uh, promoting this. TikTok reiterated its commitment to removing content that violates its guidelines. Too late. Uh, and we played the audio for you yesterday. So we got, and I've got an update for you on that. Also, Los Angeles Times staffers signed an open letter attacking Israel and now uh, journalists are very upset because they've been banned from covering the Israel war after they were attacked by the genocidal troglodytes from hell. But the Democrats are, you know, they're kind of in good with them. They like them. Pretty amazing stuff. Democrats everywhere love terrorism. They always have. You know, they've given us pretty much all of the terrorist groups in American history from the KKK to Antifa and everything in between. That's your Democrat party. Got a school in California flying the Palestinian flag. Got a town in Massachusetts flying the Palestinian flag. Amazing stuff. I got a baseball update, too. The uh, Major League Baseball All-Star Game, Georgia voting. Remember that? Kind of interesting stuff. Joe Biden will not be prosecuted for his classified documents stored all over the place because we have an incredibly corrupt justice system. And that line above the Supreme Court that says equal justice under law 
is now just a laugh line. I'll explain that as well. We are at 888-630-9625. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. Little harmonica, a little uh, little Led Zeppelin for your Friday morning. Not so bad, huh? Pretty good stuff. Yeah, also, a, uh, there is a survey, a poll. Talking to the Palestinian people about their support for the terror groups and for Hamas and Palestinian Islamic Jihad and for what happened on October 6th, which, uh, you know, there's at least one school teacher in Montgomery County, Maryland, that doesn't think it happened. And is she on leave or is she not on leave? The Samantha Khan, is that her name? Sabrina Khan, Sabrina Khan Williams, that's her name. And uh, she, uh, she's a, you know, a teacher, Montgomery County, liberal, left, Montgomery County School District, teachers union. And she is uh, a genocidal anti-Semite, I think. Would that be, uh, would that be, it appears to be the case based on her posts online and so on says that that attack on the concert where hundreds were killed and some were raped and kidnapped and never happened. You know, the paragliders coming in and all that. Sabrina Khan Williams said it never happened. Now there's a doctor at Johns Hopkins University. He's in hot water for saying similar things. The Democrat Party is really revealing itself here. And so are the Palestinians because a... uh, a new poll out of the the Palestinian areas make clear what kind of support the terrorists have. And Donald Trump, the biggest threat to the world ever. That's coming up. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Now, uh, in America, we have a free media They're not free and fair, but they're free to say whatever they'd like. And it's very often um, mental. The Economist, of all outlets, has maybe the craziest headline of, well, of the day. I don't want to exaggerate, but there are a lot of crazy headlines out there. Byron York uh, has posted the headline on X from... The people at The Economist, which used to be a serious publication, the headline is Donald Trump 
poses the biggest danger to the world in 2024. What his victory in America's election would mean. It's the biggest danger. Do you think they're enticing crazy people to come out, you know, uh, honestly, like, uh, you know, Lee Harvey bin Laden? The uh, Democrats are violent. They're insane. They have Trump derangement syndrome all over the place. They, they don't like the way he talks off the cuff and he tweets. But um, Donald Trump poses the biggest danger to the world in 2024 is pretty berserk. And the follow-on headlines are similar. The Economist's World Ahead Guide declares Donald Trump the biggest global threat in 2024. And they go on, Axios, all kinds of crazy people out there in the, the Economist with their, their nuttiness. Now, this is, I remember when he was running the first time for president. It was Rachel Maddow, right, on MSDNC that there have been a lot of headlines lately because he was asked, I think it was the interview with Univision, right, Univision, where he was pushed and uh, nudged and goaded. And, well, you know, they're using the Justice Department against you. Would you use the Justice Department against them? And he said something like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Well, you know, we'll see. And they said, he, he said, yeah, and they're, hey, look, he's going to use the Justice Department against his political enemies just like we're doing to him. I mean, uh, I mean, like we shouldn't do. And Rachel Maddow, when uh, President Trump, and, and, they, and they say, oh, camps, and there are all kinds of headlines. Trump's going to stand up big camps. He's going to have camps. And then there are going to be mass deportations. Well, there should be mass deportations. That should be a campaign ad, not a point of fear. Rachel Maddow, back uh, the first time President Trump was running, there were going to be camps back then. And it's going to be kind of like band camp. Rachel, Alicia, you wants to know if you booked Donald Trump on your show, what would your first question be? Ah. Are you going to send me or anybody that I know to a camp? <laughs> See, now, I mean, again, the left is, uh, uh, you know, the communist China, that's the left. They've got the Uyghurs in camps. They've got forced labor camps. The, the uh, left in the Soviet Union with the Gulag Archipelago and Putin with uh, camps for his political enemies and his political enemies are shot in uh, building lobbies and in elevators and thrown out of buildings. And uh, that's, you know, that's the left. He's a commie, Putin. The left would like to paint him as being something other than that. And the National Socialist German Workers' Party as somehow being something other than a socialist workers' party. The communists today, now th- those are the people of camps. And, and she was saying that because she's a lesbian which is the L in LGBTQIAA plus pound sign ampersand. That is, uh, that's pretty crazy stuff. So the economist names Trump biggest danger for 2024. And the uh, left-wingers at Axios love this, so they've jumped all over it. And the economist says in their annual World Ahead, the World Ahead guide that they put out yesterday, that another four years of Trump in the White House would be more damaging than his previous term. His previous term was so damaging, there was no war in the Middle East, no war in Europe, $2.11 gallon of gas, and uh, four a gallon of gas. And uh, let's see, what else? Our grocery store shelves were full. Uh, The Democrats were rioting and looting and things, but did he put them in camps? That barely arrested anybody, for that matter. 
So the economist, very concerned. They say China and its friends would rejoice over the evidence that American democracy is dysfunctional. They're rejoicing over the fact that the guy that they've given millions of dollars is in the White House and giving him everything they want. That's Joe Biden. And the Biden family has taken millions of dollars from communist China. And the people that have funneled those millions of dollars to the Biden family are Communist Party members and or close allies of the Communist Party in China. And China is getting everything they want. And when they walk into Taiwan, they're going to do it on Joe Biden's watch because they know he's a jellyfish. And The Economist, strangely, said China would rejoice because American democracy is dysfunctional, but because we had an election. And, well, I don't know, tell me, will the FBI and the intelligence community interfere this time by uh, threatening the social media platforms to not allow people to share true and correct news stories about the laptop and the Biden family and Biden family corruption and the millions they've taken from Ukraine and Romania, China, Russia, and beyond. Hard to say. But The Economist is very concerned. At least they have somebody there that's very concerned. And Beijing could easily miscalculate over Taiwan with catastrophic consequences. What the hell does that mean? They're going to take it while Joe Biden's in the White House. Russian President Vladimir Putin, The Economist says, would have an incentive to fight on in Ukraine. He had uh, no incentive to invade Ukraine when Trump was in the White House. He only invaded Ukraine once Biden was in the White House. But let's not let the facts get in the way of a good Democrat Party narrative here. So Putin would allegedly have an incentive to fight on in Ukraine. He already has that incentive to fight on in Ukraine. And to pick off former Soviet countries such as Moldova, or the Baltic states. That's what The Economist says. Uh, The Baltic states are terrified right now because Joe Biden is in the White House. They would feel much better if Donald Trump were in the White House. They said that the greatest threat Trump poses uh, is to his own country. That's what The Economist uh, says. But we'd have full grocery store shelves and cheap gas and be energy independent and our border would be secure and we wouldn't have millions of gang members and Fentanyl wouldn't be flowing in and killing tens of thousands of Americans every year, as the Chinese fentanyl is doing now. The moral authority of the U.S. would decline because America will have voted him in while knowing the worst. I I don't think that's... uh, I'm I'm guessing this was written by uh, Biden voters. What do you think, Michael? Obama supporters? I'm just taking a wild stab at it here, like O.J. Simpson. While pursuing his enemies, this is President Trump kind of handed them this one in that interview with Univision. They were goading him into saying it, and he kind of half said it, but he didn't. Would you use the Justice Department to go after your political enemies? Like, yeah, you know, they do it. You know, what goes around comes around, something like that. And like, look, he's going to use the Justice Department just like Joe Biden against his political enemies. That must not be allowed, except for right now when it's happening right before our very eyes in real time. While pursuing his enemies, they say Trump will wage war on any institution that stands in his way, including the courts and the Justice Department. I, I got to tell you, are you guys aware of what's going on right in front of your eyes right now? I'm wondering, do you pay attention? I like to point out because it's true. They don't follow the news. Most people in the news business don't actually follow the news. You give them a quiz on what's going on and they don't know 
uh, what the hell is going on around them most of the time. Extraordinary stuff. By the way, uh, what is it? 37% of voters uh, in a recent poll trust Biden on the economy. Okay. 59% trust Trump. So is that the totalitarianism we're talking about, getting the economy back on its feet, controlling our border? Cheap gasoline, abundant energy, energy independence, no war in Europe, no war in the Middle East. Yeah, things were really terrible when Trump was president. He tweeted, and they didn't like those tweets. So that's a, uh, that's a classic left-wing media attack on Donald Trump because he's the biggest danger to the world in 2024. Therefore, if you vote for him, you too are a danger to the world. And that's where the camps will come in and the rail spurs and the, you know, that, that's, uh, that's pretty amazing stuff. That's, that's our news media. I don't think I trust our news media. How about you? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Man, oh man, <laughs> I'm telling you. They are nuts. The entire Democrat Party. Joe Biden, speaking of Joe Biden, he's the greatest president ever, isn't he? He's a sock puppet who doesn't have two brain cells to rub together. He has no idea what's going on around him. He took millions of dollars. His family has taken millions of dollars from the communist Chinese. And the communist Chinese are getting everything they want. And I honestly wouldn't be surprised if Biden agreed to throw all of our Uyghurs into forced labor camps, just like the Chinese, just to be more like the Chinese. Commies, you know how they are. They love that stuff. All right, let's go to Joe Biden because he was in California with Xi Jinping, a ricochet rabbit, and he uh, he offered a toast. He offered a toast. I think the, uh, isn't the Chinese toast chin-chin? Just say chin-chin. Isn't that what you're supposed to say when you raise a glass Chinese, China, all that stuff? Chin-chin. Uh, but no, he decided to go with something else altogether. He's uh, toasting his... His brother dictators at the APEC summit in California. And here's Joe Biden raising his glass and offering a little French toast. Tonight, it's about breaking bread together. Breaking bread. And uh, we know one another a little better after tonight. We sure do. So please join me in raising your glass to our people, to to the Pacific, and to the possibilities of all we can do together. Here, here. Welcome. Bon appetit. Ah, bon appetit. He figures the Chinese people speak some English, so if they speak some English, they must know the French turn of phrase, bon appetit. And uh, there you go, and they're uh, clanking their glasses, and that's good stuff. Did he call him a dictator again? Because he called him a dictator day before yesterday, which was not the most diplomatic of things to do. Not that it's untrue. He is a communist who's not elected fair and square or anything like that. Kind of like, you know, Joe Biden. Better boom. See, there you go. Um, Crazy man, crazy. So there is, uh, uh, you know, Chin Chin, shouldn't you do kind of a Chinese welcoming your guests uh, something in their own tongue rather than French? Well, I'm not president of the United States, but what the heck. And Joe Biden, he like, you know, nobody should ever use the word kumbaya. I just don't think, I think it's a tired old word from a bygone era. And kumbaya shouldn't really be used. But Joe Biden was, uh, was hey, 
you know, getting along pretty well with the commies. You love dictators, and dictators love you. I guess they're millions of dollars. Uh, honestly, Ukraine funneled millions of dollars to the Biden family. And Ukraine has gotten tens of billions of dollars, I think over $100 billion now from us, so that they can fight the war without end. And there are no peace talks. And have you noticed that not a single Democrat is calling for a ceasefire in Ukraine? They want Israel to stop defending themselves against the troglodytes from hell who are bent on genocide. That's where they want a ceasefire. But Ukraine, Russia, no. Why is that? And the endless flow of tens and tens of billions and billions and the hardware and the tanks. How those cluster bombs? Because Joe Biden is providing cluster munitions to Ukraine as well and depleted uranium rounds, which are coated with depleted uranium. It's depleted of radiation in theory. But, uh, you know, uh, people on the left are always, oh, you can't use cluster bombs. Oh, they're illegal for most countries. And, and depleted uranium, you can't use that. Joe Biden is like, hey, here, here, have cluster bombs. Here, here, buy yourself something real nice. Here are some depleted uranium rounds. Here are uh, battle tanks. Here are F-16s. Take, you know, whatever you want. Empty our armory here uh, because the war must go on forever and ever. And the Biden family took millions of dollars from Ukraine. Then the Biden family, well, at the same time, Remember when Joe Biden brought Hunter Biden, the crackhead, on Air Force Two over to China, and then they lied about not taking business meetings, and Joe Biden lied about not knowing about knowing anything uh, of uh, Hunter Biden's business dealings, and that was a lie, and everything was a lie, and Hunter Biden was doing business over there, and then millions of dollars came from communist China into the Biden family coffers, and now they're having dinner, and you know, Xi Jinping will tell Joe Biden what he wants, and Joe Biden will give it to him. Because that's how that goes. But he says, you know, it's not like we were kumbayaing in, in the hot tub. I again emphasize to President Xi that the United States does not seek conflict. Not as my generation would say back in the day, this is not all kumbaya. Back we have real day. differences in Beijing. As his, yeah, we got real differences. <laughs> this is like a Chinese version of uh, I see a red door and I want to paint it black. Kind of Chinese knockoff of the Rolling Stones. That's good. Also, Joe Biden will face no charges for his classified documents debacle because we have uh, two different systems of justice and that whole notion over the Supreme Court of equal justice under law is just a punchline. Special counsel investigating Biden classified docs reportedly unlikely to charge anybody. No big deal. Little wink and a nod. Little pat on the back. Hop in the hot tub. Maybe a minor exchange of money, but... Pay no attention to that. In the meantime, President Trump, oh no, classified documents. He's the guy with declassification authority and his documents were being protected by the Secret Service. Joe Biden's were behind a Corvette in a garage and over a steakhouse on Capitol Hill to name but two locations. So Joe Biden hosting uh, a West Coast dinner for the the APEC leaders, including Xi Jinping 
from communist China. He's a communist. And it's a little hard to find the menu and what they had, but and we discovered that they ordered out. They ordered out because, you know, they've got the Chinese leader there, so they had delivery. From Panda Express, they got some Panda Express food, and Joe Biden had the sweet and sour Ling Ling. Sweet and sour Ling Ling. Said it was a little tough. Panda Express? Yeah, sure. Xi Jinping said he'd give back a couple of pandas that he just took hostage if we locked up all our Uyghurs. Joe said okay. Uh, let's take a uh, phone call. Let's go to the telephones. Let's go to, let's see. Let's go out to the lobby. Let's go to Glenn, calling from Burke, Virginia. Glenn, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Uh, thanks, Chris. Um, the man that wrote that article, we know that he and our mass media is really the biggest threat to this country and to good world order. And actually, I don't think anybody can make claim to the statement that when we have a strong America, the entire world benefits. And no one's made that country stronger than Reagan and Trump in my lifetime. Yeah, I, I got to say, it's a very astutely uh, 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 put and succinctly put as well. I've got to say, yeah, the mass media, I, I, you know, I've been saying for a long time, the media is the most corrupt institution in America. And Glenn, you tee up for us a segment that I'm going to get to. And now I'm going to get to it right after the top of the, the hour because you brought it up. CNN and the sense of uh, victimization, the sense of victimhood that the media has, and this phony fear of Trump thing that the news media is selling, and the economists now, uh, you know, saying, "Oh no, the biggest we should all be very afraid because Trump is the biggest threat to the world in 2024. Donald Trump poses the biggest danger to the world in 2024." Um, really, does anybody remember? The Trump presidency, I know you hate him and orange man bad and tweets make you wet your pants, but do you even remember anything about the economy and world peace at the time? Do you? John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra five to ten. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B L E A V on YouTube or wherever you listen.